Hello, Dan. Hey, Maureen. Dan, what day is it? Uh, it's the 26th of November. Right. Or no, yeah. it's not. It's the 29th of November. <laughs> I have no idea what day it, it is anymore. It is an. It is still in November of 2016. Yeah. The beloved year 2016. It feels vaguely impossible that it is still no like the election happened 21 days ago that three weeks feels like three months or probably more like three three years yeah so here here we are again dan and i have once again put up the microphones and decided to sit down without a script uh we did this about what 36 hours after the election and here we are again then we had to go both deal with some out-of-town life stuff. Yeah, we dealt with, dealt with life stuff, and uh, we were both gone for a while. And when you were gone, um, so just how has it been for you, you know, these past, well, 19 days, I guess, that since we last recorded? Yeah. Uh, it's been weird because, I mean, like, like we said, uh, uh, I had to go deal with some pretty emergency life stuff. Like you had life stuff on the plan. uh, Mm -hmm. And then suddenly my wife's uh, father got very sick and we had to uh, literally jump in a car and drive all night um, to to deal with that. So there's been this weird like all of last week, which was which was Thanksgiving week. Uh, I was spending most of my time following a one-year-old uh, walking around uh, a hospital, uh, pushing a little walker uh, around a hospital uh, while my while my wife was able to deal with with stuff. And and so what it meant was like I was not exposed to the down to the minute outrage of the last week, um, and instead would kind of come back from a very very tiring day uh and uh, go to a holiday Inn express and begin to check email and and twitter more more so than email uh and just get this just insanity like thrown at me in in compressed form so uh that that's how my time has been how how's yours been well um, I was in Ireland. Um, I was visiting, I was with a group of people visiting a friend of mine who has, um, been diagnosed with cancer. And so we, uh, kind of, we, had, we didn't have a lot more, we had a little bit more time to plan it, but not a lot. So we kind of, um, made a group effort and went to, uh, went to Dublin. So I, uh, being around things that are kind of important, like family or friends that are sick kind of resets your levels a little bit like it's it doesn't make any of this go away but it it it, all of these things I feel have contributed in the last couple weeks is just a complete focusing of my eyes just you know yeah I felt very cleared by the election results in some way and that I'm like okay here's what we're actually dealing with like the like the barn has burned down and now I can see the sky like it's terrible 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 things have happened and uh, it kind of makes you, you know, I don't want to be like, no, you see what's important. But I'm like, no, you do actually see what's important. I had been trying to, I gave myself 
When we last spoke, we were both just reeling. And I said I hadn't actually watched any news or read any news uh, at that point. And I continued that for several days. Not because I don't want to be involved with the news, but I thought I needed to give myself a little bit of time to just let my brain chemistry settle a little bit because I just, I was so dazed. I was like, I need to be functional. So if if this is not going to make me functional, then it's no good. I can always catch up in a couple of days. So, and staying with my friends, they were all reading the news and sometimes reading the news to me. So I thought Ireland would be even further, but in fact, you know, I was getting these, you know, little bursts of, that's where I got reintroduced to some of the very hardcore specifics of what were going, what was going on, and uh, boy, it's been a lot, hasn't it, Dan? I mean, this hasn't been, um, it's been something. It's it's, it's been something. I mean, it's that it's that thing. I mean, we talked about this a lot during the kind of pre-election day says who's, which was, you know, life comes at you fast, right? Like, I mean, there's no. <laughs> Pre-election, it felt like things were happening at an accelerated rate. And now it's like, oh, those were the wonderful days where there was only kind of one outrage a day, right? Instead of kind of one an hour or or one every 20 minutes. Um, and yeah, it was it, hypothetical then. Right. You know, and, and a lot of the outrage was around like, this guy, fuck him, right? Um, and now it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's making he's making lasting decisions here, right? And uh and yeah, it's been something. I mean, I think the like you talking about the kind of focus thing, I think the thing for me was was this realization of like, oh right, life isn't going to stop too, right? Like as much as as much as part of me would like to be able to do nothing but you know, don a helmet and run head first into the into the into the chaos you're like oh right shit people are gonna get sick right like people are gonna need uh this and that like we need to like our our people are going to be uh needing us too in the same ways that they did prior to prior to election day which i think is that i i did find that helpful like it was like oh right okay you know what like yeah we got to go drive two days to to make sure we we see someone uh you know who's who's suddenly gravely ill um you know or for you fly you know fly across an ocean uh like that stuff still matters you know and that's definitely been i think for me uh a a a focusing or sort of a a a a reprioritization to some degree of like right that's right people the our people too the them also yeah and this morning I was thinking about the nature of doom, Dan. And uh, <laughs> a lot of that. So, well, doom doesn't really doom doesn't exist. I mean, that's the doom is something that you when people think they're doomed, they can't do anything. They're like, well, what's the point of doing anything? Right. It's like how depression lies. You know, doom is doom is the Wizard of Oz. It's this thing that wants to be to appear bigger and more dreadful. And unconquerable, and this is um, this is not that's I, that's why I I I never want to use the word doom in any of this because there's always going to be something to do. Like this yep. is 
this may seem like an impenetrable force of just like a wave, but it's, there are millions, I mean, millions of entry points and ways. And the word I keep saying every day is resist, like just resist, resist. You know, I am excited by the number of kids I see resisting. And it's the thing is you have to renew that button every day because you have to remember every day that it's not normal. Because your brain seeks equilibrium. Your brain seeks to make sense of the situation, level out the horizon, and let you know how to proceed. That's just what brains do and our bodies do. So another, another, we sort of have to shock ourselves every day and go, oh, just keep it immediate. Keep it on the surface. Like, Make sure just to keep remembering that it's not normal. And that's how you resist it. Like, You just have to kind of renew that, renew that shock. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that the shock after a while is going to feel like a jump in a cold pool or a burst of cool, refreshing air. But right now it just feels like a shock. But, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... I think a lot about, you know, the kind of, you know, the phrase of it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, right? And that, you know the lead up to the election was a sprint you know it was a it was a thing that even though it felt like it lasted forever actually was you know just a little over a year and the general election was really only a a few months you know um and now we are talking about a very different a very different pace you know that this is this is 4 years of fighting you know, this is four years of of having to remember, like, hey, no, this is not normal, and what can I be doing to 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 resist this? You know, and that that is um that is a that is that is hard to sustain. You know, I mean, we've talked a little bit about our pasts uh, before now, but um, but you know, I ran a radical culture and politics magazine called punk planet for 13 years so um you know the the second half of the clinton uh administration and 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 all of um or all but a a a nine months or so of the uh of the bush administration and um you know, that was a, a thing we had to think about a lot was how do we actually sustain this action? You know, how do we how do we how do we move from kind of a daily outrage to being able to think uh, more strategically? You know, how do we begin to 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 not just react, but actually um, but, you know, plot and 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 plan. And and, you know, I think that that's that's an interesting thing because a, I am feeling those muscles coming back for me, you know, like, I mean, the reality is like, yeah, I got soft (laughs) over the last few years, you know, like, Oh, you big soppy guy. (laughs) I, you know, I got a job that paid pretty well and I could, could, you know, kind of trick myself into thinking that, you know, I could, I could walk away from the front lines or move back to a, to a, to a lower back line. But like, I mean, not only am I kind of feeling those muscles coming back to me, but it, it's been interesting over the, these, these last few weeks to begin to see 
those muscles growing right on others and and for uh you know really beginning to to see people prepare for what is a much much longer term thing than than i think most most people are really ready to ready to face yeah i mean just just for the purposes of this podcast you want to do a little um granular grousing about some bullshit that we've seen in the last i don't know do you even feel like it just to kind of clear your system a little bit like for example the hamilton thing that's some bullshit um but beautiful bullshit because uh once again hamilton steals my heart is there anything they can't do and they make a beautiful speech to mike pence an elegant speech um and of course, Donald Trump thinks he's being attacked. Yeah, that that to me is really—I hate to use the word interesting. I guess it's interesting. I mean, terrible things can be interesting too. Um, aspects of all of this is how do you deal with a man who cannot take even the slightest slight? Like the implication that he, you know, he lost the popular vote, but now he has to claim that he won the popular vote, and the way he does this is by tweeting about it and in doing so undermining the claiming, to, you know, making a claim that undermines the results of the election, which he won. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a man who, who really will shoot himself in the foot um, eventually. And I, you should never use the word, I guess, shoot when you talk about a president. I, I mean it metaphorically you and in the, the foot. foot. I know. I'm just saying, I just, <laughs> I just feel, I feel that paranoid about this guy. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the, the that's one of the things that I think is very hard right now is understanding the level set, right? And mm. understanding, uh, you know, is, you know, what are the things that are, that I just feel like that's the big struggle right now is trying to figure out, you know, what is... What are the right things to be looking at? What are the things to be focusing on? Like, you know, and what are the things that we can, that make sense to hope for, right? Like, is is he going to undermine his own presidency and and result in, in, in getting thrown out? Like, that would be great, but boy, we can't, we can't plan for that, right? Like, that's. And I, I honestly feel the same way about the, the current the current stuff around recounts and the hope that somehow we'll flip three entire states through through recounting feels like feels like just really wishfulness, right? And and the idea that we can turn, you know, fifty electors or something like that to Republican electors to suddenly decide yes, we want Hillary Clinton, that doesn't feel like I understand the I understand and I really do empathize with with the the idea of like well we have to do everything we can right but there's also the reality of like well but we also really need to prepare for 4 years of this you know and right. and where is our energy where is our energy best spent you know I I I I I'm definitely struggling with that because I also don't want to be I don't want to shit on people's you know shit on people's energy but i do worry a little bit about putting it in the wrong places right now yeah i mean we could talk about the recount i feel like by the time we record again the recount will be just like 
a dusty memory, but you know, it's yeah. so far one application has been made to Wisconsin. And I don't think the Michigan last and, night. Pennsylvania oh, it was made, went in last night. Yeah. Okay. Um, it sounds like Wisconsin kind of rebuffed it or. No, they're doing it, but I think that uh, the recounting votes for people that remember the 2000 election, right? Like that took a, forever. It's a very long process, and specifically, what the long process is is hand recounting votes versus essentially rerunning the machine tabulation and making sure that everything actually was counted or not, you know, or not overcounted or things like that. Like a hand count is huge amounts of people and time and all of that. And so they they were not going to hand count. So they didn't rebuff it. In fact, they they put it forward their plan. They have to have it finished. I think it's legally they have to have it done by the 15th of December or somewhere around there because, you know, the electoral college meets on the on the 19th. Um, and now I think it, it was the Stein campaign has sued saying they want a hand recount. So it's not that they rebuffed it, but they're, you know, the Stein campaign and, and you know, somewhat rightfully so is saying, hey, you know what, if we're going to do this, let's do this at the most at the most granular, most specific level. But um, but that is a that is a short amount of time to to do something like that. In my memory, the 2000 thing went on forever. It seemed to go in. It didn't go in into January, did it? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was as I was saying that, I was trying to remember what the actual timeline on it was. I mean, I think the deal was that the Supreme Court stopped it, right? So it never it never got to the point where they had actually counted everything that the that it it, it was pretty quickly like within a matter of a, a couple of weeks um uh you know litigated up to the supreme court who finally essentially decided the outcome yeah so if the challenges to pennsylvania go in and then michigan um yeah i'd jill stein huh like yeah the return of Jill Stein. This is a, I don't even know what to say about this. When So anyway, that is happening. I mean, who even knows what, and I don't, I don't hold out a lot of hope for that. I, it's not that I'm a hopeless person. I'm not that at all. It's just, I don't think the recount itself is going to help us. A lot of money. I mean, I guess let's do it, but you know, yeah. it's done. The money's there. If people want to spend money on the recount, you know, that's, Fine by me. It's, but so many places are going to need money and support. Yep, I, so. I think my one of my worries, and and um, you know the, uh, I, I I've made some of these critiques on Twitter, and and thusly have have spent a lot of time um, on Twitter being told how awful and terrible and stupid I am. Um, but my I, my biggest concern, you know, what I've heard over and over again is like, look, we're going to expend every option. And, and once once all the options are are over, then we're then, yeah, we'll get ready to we'll get ready to fight. And it's like, OK, well, the other side is already building up their stuff. Right. So they aren't waiting uh, at all. You know, in fact, they're charging forward in a way that, you know, I mean, again, you you don't want to be surprised by these motherfuckers, right? But somehow they managed to surprise me 
every day in terms of the awful people that they're naming to or wanting to name the cabinet posts and and things like that you know they're building up uh they're building up their their walls right and and do we wait another month uh to to begin to to resist those or 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 not i i don't have a great answer for that well there's also a lot of us and you know you only need so many people to concentrate you know that's the thing is you can divide and conquer you can give it you know if we all i'm like where is the where is the excel spreadsheet where we can all sign up for jobs like this yeah. is if we all had a job that would make it a lot easier yeah, where I was, is the- I was thinking about that this morning like can we have attention volunteers right can some people be like all right i'm going to concentrate on you know these these tweets of Trump's that, you know, feel like they're uh, messaging something, but also distracting from something else. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to follow those and you follow the thing that he's trying to distract from. And you, you know, like it does feel like we need to, we need to somehow distribute attention. Yeah. That's the thing. Let's, let's give this some shape. Because, you know, that's the thing about all of this is that it feels very big. And when you have a task that's very large, you have to break it down into manageable chunks to deal with it. Like, for example, right now, dealing with mental health. Like, that's one of the immediate things. When you have an immediate shock, you have to immediately deal with your mental health. So that's something everybody's got to do for themselves. And, you know, here... Auntie, Auntie MJ here with some some advice, especially for any any teens or kids listening to this who are like, this is awful. Oh, my God. Um, yes, that's true. However, you're o- it's okay to feel very sad during this period, and it, it's, it's a situational thing. It's also okay to feel happy at points. Like, p- some people be like, oh, I feel bad because I enjoyed myself. Yep. Don't. Go with it. No, be happy that you felt good. Trump is not allowed to steal your joy. Like, he's not allowed to have it. It's not for him. It's for you. And that's a resource that comes naturally from within you. And it's not, it doesn't belong to him. Don't be afraid of having that. Don't be afraid of having any of it. Sticking with other people right now seems to be very important. Yep. You know, spread it around and it dissipates a little bit more quickly. The fear, the fear mongering. Know that a lot of this is, um, there are deliberate, or I don't even know if they're deliberate. He's not a super bright guy, but, you know, the, the attempts to obscure what's going on. You know, just, you distract with, every day there's a new weird distraction. Either he is a genius of being stupid or, you know, like, I, I don't know what he's well, doing. Well, I mean, it's that he's surrounded by people that are, right? Like, mm. That that's that's where I've landed in the last you know few days of or not days but you know, last few weeks of yeah Kelly and Conway arch villain well, fucking Bannon right like the, right. like just this evil white supremacist asshole lurking in the shadows right and those people are actually pretty adept at manipulation before right and now Mm. they have someone that's actually incredibly easy to manipulate right yeah and that you know so even you know like the idea of like oh trump is trump is not some genius who's able to think oh i'm gonna tweet this to distract you from that 
right? Um, but instead, he can be told by almost anyone, hey, isn't this thing outrageous? And then he's like, oh, I must tweet how outrageous this is, right? And these, um, you know, these these pieces of shit around him have figured this out, you know? Um, even the ones that are are seemingly moderate seem to have done it, you know? I mean, remember uh, back... The story that that uh, who was it? Manafort faked the plane, Trump's plane, uh, 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 needing a repair that kept them overnight in Indiana, and that meant that he could have breakfast with Pence in the morning, and then decide that Pence was his guy for um, for uh, the VP pick. You know the uh, what's his name? Rents. Priebus, or however you pronounce his name, uh, he pulled the same maneuver with this New York Times meeting and told him, oh, you know what? The New York Times changed the 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 agreement. So, you know, you should cancel. And then he's like on Twitter being like, I canceled this thing because they changed the agreement. Right. Um, it, and they didn't. And in that, in that case, the New York Times was able to counter immediately and be like, oh, we didn't change anything. And then he had to kind of go back and and agree to do it but you know he's 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 surrounded by people like he's he's shitty on his own and then he's surrounded by shitty people that know how to puppeteer him right yeah i honestly believe you could get pretty far in fooling trump with a really decently executed quarter behind the ear trick oh absolutely yeah he'd Um, be grabbing it behind his ear forever (laughs) that's where money comes from yeah the back of my head is a mint um. Yeah, well, my favorite kind of joke someone made on Twitter is that because Trump seems to repeat the last thing he heard is that Obama should dig a tunnel into the White House and just sneak in every night and whisper the last thing that Trump hears. Or that uh, Obama should just befriend him. Well, I mean, I think that's I think he's trying to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think you've seen. Already. And in fact, it came out again that like Trump reached out to him over this Thanksgiving weekend and they had like a 45 minute long phone conversation. Um, like, I think I mean, that's the. One of the great tragedies of Obama is his decency, right? Like he quite clearly. Cannot. Live with the idea of handing the republic over to a completely unqualified mess of a person right and so he is going to try to do the decent thing and coach and attempt to to move this sludge monster towards knowing how to do the job you know i mean it's it's just so clear that that's something he's trying to do and the idea that yeah maybe he can befriend him maybe he can become someone that he trusts and then he can nudge him, nudge in, in some other degrees. I um, instead of peacefully going off to somewhere beautiful like Tahiti and right, instead of being like fuck all y'all, I'm going surfing in Hawaii. Me yeah. and Michelle are good, you know. Um, you know, I mean, this is a this is a person that that has tried over and over and over again to to meet people where they are and and get them to you know kind of come along, and you can see him doing it. Once again, now here, you know, stakes are. We do have the advantage that he's incredibly adept with people. Yeah, definitely. So, so 
We have some we have some heavy hitters in our corner. Also, remember we still won. Like there are still more of us. Yeah, that's something my wife keeps saying. Like there are more of us. Yeah, We're- like don't don't look around and be like I, this is all because also some of you may be listening. I get a lot of like notes and messages from people who say, you know, thank you because I'm listening from a place yeah. where I feel really alone. Yep. So, I mean, I will say, Maureen, uh, mm. I so this this uh, emergency that we had to deal with uh, meant driving across Iowa, staying in Iowa, uh, driving across Nebraska, staying in Nebraska, um, and then staying in you know just on the edge of rural um, rural Colorado. And that first morning, I went down. Uh, with uh, my baby who woke up hella early. We were staying in a Drury Inn, which is a um, southern hotel chain. Uh, and we, the baby woke up early and they do, you know, it's one of those hotels that does like free breakfast or whatever. And uh, we went downstairs and I rounded the corner uh, with him holding his two hands while he kind of, you know, wobble walked uh, through the kitchen. And like, it was just full from top to bottom with like old white people. Right. And I was like, oh, you know, like, like I like literally like I, I cut my breath caught for a minute. And there was just this feeling of like okay i'm the only person in this room that voted for hillary clinton right now you know and that was you know that was a a very weird feeling and it certainly i actually i like you i thought about some of the notes that we've gotten from people that are you know hey i'm in i'm in kansas and these people are my neighbors and i'm you know i don't know what to do and yeah i i i i had that feeling for a week you know um every morning once we were in colorado um the breakfast place was playing good morning america which is like i don't i don't watch television news like even cable news and i certainly don't watch those kind of weird way too perky morning shows and um you know, there were every time it would come on, there would be a little update on, you know, hey, this is who Trump's adding to his cabinet. And one it was super weird to have that information just put forward as like, this is the most normal thing in the world. And here's this terrible person. But we're not telling you they're terrible. This is just the person he's naming. Right. Um, now, five cheap gifts you can get yeah. for people who are dead. You exactly. Know. You know, but also was that kind of thing of like, oh, my God, is somebody sitting at the table over from here going to applaud, right? Or or say something, you know, loud and, and obnoxious. And what is my reaction to that gonna be? You know, or, you know, there were there was a there was a family of of clearly uh Indian or Pakistani descent who was there and like thinking about what if somebody starts yelling at them, what am I gonna do? Right. I have a, a one year old here in a high chair with me, but I can't just let you know, I can't let that happen. You know, I, I would I would need. And so there was this feeling of like every morning stealing myself for for a fight. It never came to pass. Right. Um, but it, it was like, wow, I'm not I'm not ensconced in this little liberal blue bubble that I normally live in by any measure. Yeah, we got to burst the bubbles. Um, 
I went down to Pennsylvania for Thanksgiving. That's where my family is from. It's where I grew up. And I was super der- I was super nervous. I was kind of sick about it because I have a Trump voting family member. Like I have a classic Hillary is the devil. Hillary for prison. Like a pretty far out person in the family. And I was really nervous. I said, I don't, I don't know how to do this. But I got to do it. I got to do it. And um, weirdly, the way we did it was we never discussed it. Not once. Right. And I got the weird, subtle feeling that even though this person voted for Trump, it's not like they're a Trump person. That this, They believe Trump is an idiot. Like, they're not thrilled, which is something. Right. They're like, oh, I just couldn't vote for Hillary, so I, I voted for an, a racist idiot because I couldn't vote for Hillary. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's a start. Like, I can start there. Like, when we eventually talk about this someday, 20 years from now, you know, yeah. um, we can start in the fact that you know that he's an idiot. Like, I don't know. I just, those of you who are in places where it's very difficult, I do feel like as kind of weird and rambling as our podcast, it's not weird, but it's rambling now. Like, we used to be very scripted. <laughs> That's how we did it. We had, I mean, this was a lot of work in the beginning because every week we had um, a very dedicated plan. Dan got all these amazing guests. We'd write these scripts. Like we had to bring in extra people to do, you know, the record the top bits. And then Dan would stay up all hours. Dan is the one doing a lot of this work, but um, just record, you know, fixing it all and, and, and doing all of the production work on it. And now we're like, let's just turn on the mics. And what I do like about it is, like, we are friends. Like, if you are somewhere where you don't have someone just to kind of talk to, I'm like, and you want someone in your ear as you're walking down the sidewalk in a place that seems, like, where you have a Make America, someone walking by in a Make America Great Again hat, like, we're here with you. Like, we're hanging out with you. Radio Free says who. (laughs) Um, Keep going, friends. Yep. Um, yeah, but bursting bubbles. Yeah. Like I, I, I definitely, I don't like Facebook, but I, I do it to just keep in touch with a couple people. And I unfriended a few people, people I didn't really know very well, but I was like, why deal with that? Right. It was, I didn't make a song or dance about it. I just well, I mean, like, I, and I think that's another part of the kind of mental health side of it, right? Is like, I mean, so, uh, I am a, I am a white dude. Um, so... I have not had to deal with the type of harassment on Twitter that 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 everyone else does uh, until now. Um, right. That every time I tweet about anything now, uh, you know, uh, I get a, a ton of it. And huh, I've used that block button a whole bunch. Right. Like and and it's not because I don't want to hear the other side, but it's just, you know, it is it is mental health. You know, I mean, yeah. I. And and just kind of choosing choosing how to kind of build the systems that that I need, right, to survive the next bit and 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 fight the fights that, that need to fight is is I think important. I think also, I mean again, like I'll say it again, my wife and I were talking last night after drinking some wine about this idea of like, right, can't take away joy, right? Um 
and that 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 stuff's really important too and and to allow yourself um to allow yourself that because it's it's hard right like it's it's hard to be like you know what i'm going to i'm going to turn off twitter for the next day and i'm going to just you know make music or paint or or go you know driving around to donut shops with my pals or whatever you know but like that's part of the that's part of it right you got to catch your breath every now and then you got to be you got to make sure you you're you're putting time away for you and and yours along alongside everything else i think i think it's super super important my grandfather was in the marine corps for 40 i don't know how many years he was in world war 1 he was also in world war 2 and he served beyond world war 2 so i mean my he got his first battlefield injury i guess in like 19 19- 17 or something like that. So, I mean, he has a long and storied career in the Marines. He was in Guadalcanal. He won the Silver Star. Like, so this is a man who's in the Marine Corps for a long time. And he was really quiet. And my mother says the one thing, because my mother's sort of a workaholic, go, 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 super nurse. She said, the one thing I learned from my father, he always said, and this is someone who was literally in wartime, was pace yourself. He's like, that's the key. Like, you you can't do everything, and you literally cannot fight all battles. So, like, you, the way you do it is by pacing yourself. Yep. And I'm like, if that advice applies in being in World War One and World War Two, like, literally in a terrible, terrible situation, you know, like, with people fighting, like, if that's the key, <laughs> then that, like, that seems like a pretty solid place to be getting advice from. Definitely. You know, p- pacing yourself... Uh, you can't do it all, but when it makes you, um, it makes you able to do more. I had a college, and I don't know if this is a compliment to me or what, but like I had a college roommate said, who said to me once, you fuck around 90% of the time, <laughs> but in that 10%, you get more done than most people do. Like in a hundred, like, so yeah. she's like, I guess that's good. I'm like, I, maybe I'm on to something, you know, you have to, you have to replenish yourself. Yep, and that makes you useful to others. It's like put on your put on your own uh, air, uh, oxygen mask first. Yeah, I mean, I like reaching back to the the magazine Punk Planet that I ran a long time ago. We we had an interview with kind of storied leftist uh, political thinker Noam Chomsky at one point, and um, it was it was a really interesting interview because one of the things that we always tried to do was not just kind of have people essentially rattle off their greatest hits statements but instead tried tried to really push them into into different places and so like he talked about playing pokemon with his grandkids at one point but um uh the thing that not relevant to pokemon uh unless you really love pokemon play pokemon um but uh was him talking about kind of the anti-war movement and how so many people that were there with him are not there now you know they uh they burned out they dropped out they killed themselves they you know whatever and that you know he he was talking about at a time you know a 20 30 year span you know and and really realizing like oh man the yeah and he said the same thing like you gotta you gotta pace yourself you know you gotta think about uh, you've got to think about this in not just an an everyday thing you know and i and i think that's really important and and 
that said, you know, like, I mean, I say this stuff, Maureen, and then I think like, man, I'm in a position of privilege to say that, you know, like I have, uh, you know, a a, a middle class lifestyle. I have white skin. I am a fucking man, you know, like, and so, yeah, it's real nice, real pleasant for me to say like, hey, everyone, don't forget to take a break Um, when there are people that. They're like, I don't get to take a break from being uh, persecuted, assaulted, arrested, deported, put on a list. Yeah. Where's my break? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I have a friend uh, who is um, pretty involved in real traditional democratic politics in Texas, and he he is Muslim, and... You know, I checked in with him. Um, I've done a lot of checking in. I'm sure you have too. Like, holy cow. I've done a lot of checking in over this last few weeks with with people that I mainly see a few times a year, you know, just being like, how are you doing? But I checked in with him, you know, and he was like, well, uh, I'm not doing great. Um, I found my kids list of the things that they would pack when we have to go to Canada, you know. Um, It's like, man, Jesus Christ. You know, and this is a guy who has more money than I'll ever have, you know, and, 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 you know, kind of more status and in, in many ways privilege. Right. But I'm more privileged than him in, in one respect, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard. On Twitter. I, I said the other day that like, I just got overwhelmed for by it for a minute. And I was basically, I just tweeted that basically like, I'm just so sad. And, uh, somebody tweeted back, I think she's, but I, I'm pretty sure she's an activist woman of color who was like, I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. she's like, I don't, and I was like, well, I'm just sort of expressing. She's like, seriously, I don't want to hear it. She's like, you can be sad, but go be sad in your own time. Like, you're like you have a lot of followers. Don't just sit there whining. Yeah. S- say something useful. I was like, that is so fair. Like, yep. uh, that's in fact gracious. So I was like, you're right. That's a good point. I am allowed to be sad. No one's taking that away from me. I can go heal myself. I can go, you know, I can do all these things. No one's going to take that from me for the most part. You know, I have my status as a woman to think about, but like, you know, uh, status as a woman, status as someone who's, uh, I have a, a complicated upsetment with the, the nature of uh, Trump's, uh, views on sexual assault and, you know, things like, like that, that. These are things are upsetting to me. Um, but I'm like, she is right. She is right. But like, I take care of myself on my own time and I'm just trying to be useful. Being useful is good. Um, but to anyone out there that's like, you think that you, if you need any kind of encouragement to take care of yourselves, let us give you some. Encouragement. Take care. It's a yep. good time to exercise. Walk your dog. Get a dog. I'm always encouraging Dan. I'm you know. I'm always like, <laughs> don't. If there's one thing I will tell people. Don't get a dog unless you're ready to get a dog, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, don't for sure. <laughs> don't get a dog unless that, you're ready to get gonna, a dog. That's gonna. That, now you got two problems, right? 
Uh, yeah, I know. It's a hard one, Dan, because I do believe that most people are more ready for dogs than they think they are. And they have, but like at the same time, the idea of someone not taking care of a dog fills me with such like a fiery, burning white rage that I will like come down your house like a force, like lightning through the chimney, and I will grab you and tell you to take care of your dog. Anyway, but that's just me. Um, walk your dog, get a dog. Um, exercise, listen to music, stay with friends, like just take care. We're thinking about you. Here at Radio Free Says Who, we're thinking about you. Um, but we're going to need to... What, what are we saying, Dan? What are we saying? Who, who's got the Excel spreadsheet open? Uh, actually, several people. To be honest, I've seen several wonderful Excel spreadsheets. Yep. There are people that create action lists every day. And I believe fully that we're only going to get better at this. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's we're gonna, the thing. Yeah. The, uh, We're going to start funneling information in more effective ways. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing to me that sometimes I do need to remind myself is like it's been three weeks, right? And the engines and the machines that we're going to be using are like, yeah, I, I feel like every day I'm seeing more effective action. I'm seeing more organizing you know, and that's only going to that's only going to increase um, and and that's only going to accelerate. And I think that that is like, again, I think back to the kind of long scale eight years of resistance against the Bush administration. And like, man, in terms of organizing people, we were essentially just knocking stones and sticks together. Right. Like the, right. The, the the tools that we have now for communication, for uh, uh, finding, you know, people to be in affinity with, you know, all of this, like it's 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 miraculous, you know, and we have some really smart people. Yeah, we do. Like really smart people. And also never forget that when you do kind of when you have a kind of force that is. I'm going to say evil. It's also, this is a very disorganized operation that they've got. They managed to win, but they didn't, I think, they did manage to win through skill. They managed to win on a, we on a weird zeitgeist that people wanted some kind of un unspecified change. And there were people who were willing to be like, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Roll the die. Let's Leroy Jenkins this thing. And they, you know, they ran in and... um Voted for Trump. I think there's going to be a certain amount of buyer's remorse. Um, that they are... They can be beaten because they're not... <laughs> this is a... That, that machine... That ship is just about sailing in a lot of ways. I, I believe that. I mean, and, and there is the just... There is the pure numbers, right? I mean, again, there are... There more are, of in us. fact, more of us... You know. And that's just in America. When you look at the world reaction. Right. The, the world reaction is appalled, like, stunned. Some world leaders have had to be like, all right, I guess that's the president. I guess I have to be polite. And some are like, fuck, are you kidding me? Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, you know, it, there are already world leaders stepping up to this. Even when their job is to say, you know, we have to, you know, we have to associate with this person. You know, there are, and, and to people that are traditionally Republican, I'm sure some are listening, like, 
we don't, you know, this is a wonderful time to be a hero. Like, you can be the, like, you are some wonderful heroes out there, and everybody that steps up is just truly, you know, that is a wondrous thing. I, I truly appreciate Republicans who have. Yep. Waiting for some more. Waiting yeah. for some more. You know, like, there, surely there is moral courage out there. Just come on. Unless they've got some sort of master plan that they haven't told us yet. Yeah. I mean, unless I, I also hold out this weird belief that there is a plan, that there is even a plan on the Republican side where they're like, we actually can't let this happen. Like, this guy is unstable and criminal and like, we can basically, he'll mess up and, you know, have to be ejected from office within a couple weeks. Like, I keep <sighs> thinking, haven't you heard, also that's been another topic of discussion is the various plans of like, how he leaves office, like surely, yeah, surely that must happen. I don't know. I I definitely feel like that's fanfic, right? Like I, I think, like that fanfic. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's a good favorite. fanfic, but um, it yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do feel like I I I think there are a large number of of Republicans and Republicans in power that feel just as shocked as everyone else did, right? Um. But I'm not sure that any of them are really willing to roll up their sleeves and say, we're going to we're going to do this. You know, I mean, that's why I just keep coming back to like four years. You know, the scale of this is four years. I mean, frankly, if he was impeached, Mike Pence is in. Right. Mike yeah, Pence the scale been, is two years. I mean, if we can. Yeah. Mike if we Pence can has change been running it. the transition. Right. So all these jackasses that are being named are, you know, he's. He's he's been involved in naming them. So, a few bright moments: the total humiliation of Ted Cruz always <laughs> brings a smile to my face. Yeah, like there will never be a moment that I don't look at a picture of Ted Cruz sadly manning those phones and not smile. Like that's yeah. that's always going to make me just chuckle and say, "All right, you got me there." And also the um, the utter hu- constant curb your enthusiasm like downfall of Chris Christie is. Yeah. Something to smile about. I mean, like, look for these little points of life and t- light and just take a little. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. That helps. You. If it gives you a little energy, you know, take that to continue. So. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. Oh, Ted. Like, you even tried. You tried. And now, now <laughs> Trump has to spank everybody that disobeyed. Yeah, that's the thing is he's got like such a long enemies list of like people he has to be upset at. Like, you know, his dumb enemies list is like job one oh, on that yeah. first day. That's going to be 600 years long. My first day in office. I'm going to. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's kind of Ferris Bueller's day out of first days. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, this has been uplifting. <laughs> Uh, so Dan, what are what are we doing? What are we? What are, are we are we doing this now? Or are we just? Um, I think we're doing this for a bit. You know, yeah. I mean, my feeling is it. It. I mean, you said it before. Like it, it's actually really helpful to just talk about this with with you. Uh, it's like our therapy session. Yeah, it is. Come sit and with then, us. You know, like oh, let's have a therapy session and record it and hoist it upon other people. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, my feeling is this is useful right now, you know, and I think that, you know, where we were two weeks ago to where we are now is is progression, right? Like we are not rolling around on the floor crying anymore, right? Um, oh, and by the way, we got a lot of notes from people. We got an unbelievable following. number of notes. Yeah, we were really taken aback. We got, and they were long and a lot, well, they weren't all, but a lot of them were really long and detailed. They're very, very moving. And we yeah. were like, this is amazing. And thank you. And um, we were glad that, we were just glad to be helpful. Yeah. Well, did you just hear my stomach rumble? <laughs> that the, ca- the microphone may have just picked up an audible, like it was a really loud, like, <laughs> I want lunch. Um, no, I so mean, that's I, a little, I think that's that a little that, bonus track. Like those letters, they, they're coming into hay at sayswhopodcast.com but um those filter to to me and then i forward them to you because i can't configure the mail server any other way um and i think i at one point i forwarded one and i was like well i think we just got to keep doing this right like yeah um because it is you know i mean it goes back to the you know someone saying like hey fuck you with your sad right like you've got a platform and we do and and right now i think that it's actually okay to kind of ramble you know um because it's a it's pretty like it's a pretty rambly time right now you know in terms of like just trying to sort it all out and like every day brings a little more focus you know every day gives a little more understanding of the parameters at play and the the distractions that are going to come up and the, the 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 balls that we need to keep our eyes on you know and so yeah i think we'll be we'll be back in uh in a week or two i think you've got another big life thing next week right so i would guess no it's actually a little it's a little bit further on oh okay well this also this actually takes less time like we really did spend so much time doing the other one we but did. this one we kind of just do it yep. and that is i think Helpful. You know, we just kind of, we just cut it hot, you know, and just put it out. Um, and uh, that helps because we really were spending, we're like, oh, we don't want to spend time on this. That's not it. I mean, it kind of also allows us to be very fresh. And yeah. um, I, I, we were glad that it was cathartic for, for some people, you know, and we thank you for those notes. And you can always reach out to us yep. at hey, sorry, hey at sayswhopodcast.com and also at sayswhopodcast on Twitter. Indeed. And and to either of us. Yep. I'm at Dan at, Sinker on Twitter. And I'm at Maureen Johnson on Twitter. Um, if you have any uh, questions, because you just like talking to people, that's fine. Um, I guess this is our like, last time. We, uh, we just kind of did it with no opening. And I think Dan played the whole song at the end. And I don't know what he's going to do this time. He's... Yep. Full of surprises like a can of pop-up snakes. So you never know. You never know what you're going to get. But I guess we're here. You guys, we got this. Wait, that's another podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Says who? Says who? Yeah. Oh, oh, see, there's the stinger. Seriously, fuck these guys. Yep. Let's stick together. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to make them wish they hadn't. Let's do it. I, I like that. All right. Okay, we have to do the says who stinger again. Says who? Okay, yeah. We have to, you must set up a says who. I'll set up a says who. All right. Can't think of anything. Oh, did we mention Disneyland? 
Uh, we didn't, but let me tell you, Maureen Johnson. Okay, because that's our rule. We have to apparently mention Disneyland at every <laughs> let podcast. Me, let me tell you something. Uh, guess where I'm going to spend the inauguration? Oh, that's a good idea. Disneyland. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I have work in L.A. the next week, and uh, uh, my wife and I were just like, let's do it, and then suddenly realized after we had kind of planned it, it was like, oh, wait. That's uh, we're gonna be at Disneyland on inauguration day. I think that's actually, that's uh, uh, uh self care. That's where I want to be. That that's where I want to be too. Now I'm super jealous. Come on, I would I would happily spend all of inauguration day just going through the haunted mansion on one continuous loop. <laughs> just this doom buggy's mine, people. Yeah, I, I sort of dream of going on one of those rides and not getting out. Like, just spending the entire day in the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's just very cool and pleasant in there. Just riding around there like you have to get out. I'm like, nope. Nope. How long has she been in there? I actually often have the fantasy of sleeping in one of those and just going around all night very slowly on one of those, like, Pirates of the Caribbean. I've revealed too much. But um, I think that would be very pleasant. I would just listen to podcasts and ride around on one of those rides all day long. That nice, cool Disneyland air blowing yep. around inside. It's nice and dark. Oh, so peaceful. Anyway, that's something you can do. Uh, they don't encourage it, but <laughs> I don't know how they could stop. I mean, they'd have to kind of chase you, and I think they don't want to stop the ride. So I think if you just really stick to your guns, maybe let other people in the compartment with you, yeah. but you yourself never get out. And then you could have like a conversation with everyone who gets in the dune buggy with you and be like, so how have you been holding up? Yeah. And have it be like haunted mansion therapy. Yeah. Tough day, huh? Haunted, haunted mansion therapy is like the best idea I've ever had. Where you just like talk to people during the duration of the haunted mansion ride. I'm All in. Right, I'm done. I'm done now. I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, but I'm pretty excited about it. Oh yeah, says who? Damn, nailed it. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs>